Credit Rage. Please listen to the legal disclaimer at the end of this podcast. Good afternoon. This is Boiler from Colorado. This is a podcast called Credit Rage where I talk about mostly credit issues. I talk about your credit reports. I talk about um, debt collection activities. I love debt collectors. You'll uh, gather that if you listen to me often enough. Uh, the reason I call it Uncut is that I usually don't edit this if I have some ums or um, seem a little disorganized. It's because I don't edit these. The reason I don't edit them is it just takes uh, twice as long to do them, so I could probably do twice as many podcasts if I don't edit them. Um, also, I do them in the car a lot, and you could tell I'm not in the car right now because there's no black background noise. That's a little bit rough to listen to when I'm in the car, but I think there's some value to it. Today, I'd wanted to talk about two things. I wanted to talk about uh, other people that are doing FCRA and TCPA and uh, other consumer type lawsuits and give you advice on that. I wanted to talk, and it's more rehashing what I've already said, but I really wanted to say it again. And then I wanted to update you on one or two issues that I've been working on. So to start with, who you listen to for credit advice, especially if it's uh, legal advice, if you're doing credit repair. Um, you guys know I work with Brad a lot at um, National Credit Solutions, and that's a great place for credit advice. Um, when it gets to be legal advice and you're listening to people, there's a lot of different people out there talking about FDCPA and FCRA and TCPA. Those are the three lost those are the three laws that most consumer advocates similar to me advocate using. The first thing to look at when you're looking at, at evaluating whether to listen to these people or not is how many lawsuits they filed. A lot of these people talk and have never filed a lawsuit. So um, giving you advice on lawsuit is uh, really kind of ludicrous to listen to anybody that's never filed a lawsuit. Um, if, if a person's never driven a car, you probably shouldn't be uh, talking to them about which car handles the best. So just think about that. Another thing that I think is kind of a uh, a better way or another way to evaluate whether somebody knows what they're talking about is when they use the term private right of action. There's a lot of laws that don't have a private right of action. And when a law has a private right of action, that means that you can sue over it. If it doesn't have a private right of action, you cannot, as a person, as a normal person, sue uh, somebody for it. So, for example, um, if you look at the FCRA, there's certain sections in there that don't have a private right of action, yet you'll see experts saying, you should sue for this. And when you get in court, when you get in federal court for FCRA and you put uh, down a cause of action that there isn't a private right of action for, even a junior level attorney can get that suit dismissed and it, it may or may not be frivolous just because you never had the right to sue over it. So if they're not talking about a private right of action then or, or don't even know what that means, um, I would not listen to a word they said. That's, that's my personal advice there. So look at their track record. You can go on PACER and look at how many lawsuits a person has won or lost. And um, just in a real uh, non-scientific way, I think that these these type of lawsuits, if you know what you're doing, you should be able to win 90 to 95% of them. Um, I haven't lost one yet, but it's not because I'm more skilled than the people that have lost, lost lawsuits. Um, a lot of it has to do with what judge you have, 
not based on your skill. So I've been very fortunate to have a great uh, judge in federal court, and it's the only judge that I've ever had in any court that uh, I have any respect for. So, you know, a little bit of it's luck, but I think that um, you can win 90 to 95% of them if you just uh, know what you're doing and stay focused. So that was my, my little rant on who to listen to. There's a lot of people you could listen to, but who you should listen to, um, that's how I would judge them. So I wanted to talk about, uh, I haven't been recording or posting much because I've been involved in two lawsuits, and I've also thought about the people that listen to my podcast. There's a lot of people that listen to my podcast. I do get uh, people that call me or email me, and please, if you have any questions, feel free to call me or email me. My email address is boiler at notlegaladvice.org. Any questions you have, um, at the current time, I'm I'm caught up on email, and I don't answer emails every day, but I will respond to every email. I haven't got the volume yet of emails where I just can't possibly do it. So at the cur- current time, if you email me, I will reply. Um, so the two suits that I'm working on, one was pretty straightforward. I went to federal court over... Um, FCRA and FDCPA and I had a motion to dismiss against me which is uh, that's when you really know the lawsuit's on you know that somebody's engaged and uh, ready to get after it when uh, they they file a motion to dismiss and I overcame two thirds of that so I had um, I still had they they dismissed a third of my suit and I really knew what I did wrong, and I didn't disagree with it. Um, you learn when you're doing these things. You learn every time that you do a lawsuit, you, unless it's really easy, um, you're going to learn something. And that I learned what I did wrong, so I won't do it again. Um, but still having two-thirds of your uh, suit ex- escape, um, you know, professionally trained lawyers couldn't bring down the whole suit. Uh, you know you're doing pretty good. And at that point, it was a lot easier to settle, so... Um, I settled that lawsuit. The other case that I've been working on, um, as you know, and most people will tell you that you have to send a notice of intent to sue or whatever they call it, you know, in, in their program. That's what I call it because uh, that's what I do, a notice of intent to sue. So I sent um, one of those, and I got a reply back, an email from their attorney, and um, asked me a couple questions and really tried to play the I'm a big bad lawyer, you couldn't possibly uh, beat me. And my next reply uh, pretty much sealed the deal. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, I can't, I, I really kind of talk in bland about these two cases because when you set, when you settle, um, there's some things that you're not allowed to talk about. Like I couldn't tell you, you know, that I, I sued Midland and I got, you know, 8500 bucks or you know, something like that. I couldn't be specific like that. But what I can tell you is, you know, what's on the public record. I could tell you when it was filed and those type of things. And, um, you know, so that that's why I'm dancing around this and not just telling you exactly what happened. But the thing that I learned out of these two lawsuits <clears throat> was to absolutely keep every piece of document you ever get, no matter how insignificant you think it is, if it's related to... Um, somebody that you might sue. For example, if you are having trouble with Midland 
and you dispute um, and you dispute uh, an account on your credit report and you get that letter back from TransUnion or whoever that says that it was verified. I used to throw those out, uh, especially before I knew what I was doing. And that's uh, part of the, the issue that I had was that I didn't have all the documentation that I need. So I would implore you absolutely keep everything. And also um, part of the reason that uh, one of these two cases went as far as it did was because I kept an envelope. So um, keep your envelopes. I mean, obviously you have to open them, so they're going to be ripped or cut or however you open your envelopes. But keep them and um, keep every piece of paper that they send you. Another thing to think about is not to write on any of them. You'll hear um, a lot of people tell you never write on anything that you get. And uh, I use sticky notes. So uh, letters that I have have sticky notes on there saying when I received it or uh, my thoughts or whatever. So you're not uh, damaging any evidence. And I've never really seen that come up, but it's easy enough to just put a sticky note on stuff and uh, not have to worry about that being a problem. That's about all I really wanted to talk about today. I apologize for not being a regular podcaster. I don't put out pods every Friday, whether I have something to say or not. Um, you know, if you're into podcasting, you'll know that to get a bigger audience, you need to have a regular podcast and, you know, all these rules. Um, and I believe they're right as far as I know. But um, I just do it when I feel like it. I'm not here for the money, I'm here for the cause. So. Um, I'll do it when I feel like it. I'll answer your emails, not when I feel like it, but uh, as soon as I see them. So I wish you the best. If you have any questions, please email me, If especially if they're related to the TCPA, FDCPA, or FCRA. Have a great day. While the information on this site deals with legal issues, it does not constitute legal advice. The materials on this website are provided for informational purposes only and do not constitute legal advice. We do not advise on the application of law to an individual's specific circumstances. Although we go to great lengths to make sure our information is accurate and useful, we recommend you consult a lawyer if you want professional assurance that our information and your interpretation of it is appropriate to your particular situation. There are no lawyers on this site, nor are there any lawyers on this podcast. <laughs>